Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this opportunity to be in this beautiful church and to enjoy this conference this morning. We pray that you guide us by the Holy Spirit and lead us. Thank you for the spirit of revelation you give to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. How many of us here are pastors? All right. Thank you. How many are UD pastors? UD pastors. Most of us. All right. Thank you. This morning, I want to share with you uh, something about how to be a strong minister. A strong minister of the gospel. Amen. Romans chapter 15, verse 1. It says, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Amen. Let everyone of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself. But as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Amen. Now, strength uh, is important in serving God. Being strong at what strong in what you are trying to do. Alright? Now, if you are a soldier, being strong physically is very important. Physically strong is important, right? And because in warfare, we have different types of fighting. And uh, the modern way of fighting is to be far away from your enemy and shoot him. You see, so that you don't 
physically get in contact with the enemy. But the reality is that in um, war or when you are fighting, by all means, there will come a time where you are physically close to the person you are fighting. It may, it may have to happen. Especially if you are going to physically take over. You have to go yourself. You can't send a bullet. I met a soldier once and I asked him, he, he said to me that he has been to Afghanistan before and Kosovo and such places. So I asked him, what do you do? So I said, you were fighting. He said, yes. But when I asked more questions, he explained. He said, I am in charge of a gun. And the gun that I'm in charge of, it shoots 26 miles away. That would be from here to 26 miles, about 35 kilometers. Yes. So, that is the work that he does. So, he shoots people that he cannot see. Do you get it? Yes. He shoots people that he cannot see. And uh, this fellow, one time, he was a security trying to help some Christians. And when they were attacked, he jumped over the wall and ran away. Because in such a case, you cannot use 26 miles gun to fight. You get it? Because now the enemy is very close. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm explaining that you always have to be strong. At one point or another, your strength will come up. Do you see? Yes. Now, your strength in God and in the ministry, strength is important in the church work. You may not know that strength is important in the church work. You have to be strong spiritually and in different aspects. You need to be strong. Now, one of the things that shows your strength is what you can endure. Do you see what you can endure? For instance, I don't know if you have watched the film Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> Part 2. <laughs> In this film, which I would recommend that you watch, they caught him. He was a soldier. 
and they, they were beating him. The one who was beating him was a Russian. Like how they are invading. The one who was beating him was a Russian. And the Russian man tied him to a metal gate. Like this. Tied him to a metal gate and connected electricity to the gate. So, as he was tied like a cross, then he put on the electricity and his whole body became electrocuted. And even in the area, the electricity will fluctuate because the electricity was now passing through him. <laughs> so the lights were going on and off when they, when they are electrocuting him. So at a point, he wasn't dying. And he wasn't also talking. So, so the Russian man said to him, You are strong, very strong, the strongest so far. You see, because of the electricity that he was able to receive and he's still enduring it. So the man, that's why the man said, you are strong, very strong. The strongest so far. The strength was seen in what he was able to bear. Do you see what he was able to bear? So what you can bear and what you can survive reveals your strength surprisingly. Amen. And that is why Jesus said, uh, the Bible says in Romans 15 and verse 1, he says that we then that are strong hmm, ought to bear the iniquity, the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. So here he is saying that when you are strong in Christ or in God, when you are strong you see, you rather have to bear or put up with things that are happening and that people are doing. You, it is rather a sign of strength. Do you see? Now, when we say these things, you see that, um, during the Second World War, Hitler was somebody who introduced an idea in Germany. He said that when somebody is mentally not developed, 
get it. They should kill the person. So, they took children, any ch- anybody with a disease, a serious problem, or a disease, or a mental problem, and they injected all of them, and killed all of them. But, when the German people found out, they were offended by that thing. Even soldiers who had come from the war and they were not normal, it's like kill them. But you see, when the society is strong, it doesn't kill weak people. When the society is strong, it doesn't kill weak people. But is able to bear the presence of people that are weak. Are you with me? Yes. Rather than eliminating them. Are you with me? So, this morning I'm talking to you about becoming strong as a minister. And the very first uh, thing has to do with our personalities and our characters in God. You see, when somebody offends you, you see, and we are offended, you know, in this world, you'll be offended. As for offense, he expects to be offended about something or other. Now, after you are offended, we are expected to forgive the people who have offended us. Is it not true? That is one thing. But after forgiving the person, we now have to put up with the person. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying? When you're forgiving somebody, I forgive you. I've forgiven you for what you have done. After forgiving the person, now the person is still present with you. And sometimes someone who has offended you, the best thing for you is that you shouldn't see the person again in this world. But when you have to see the person again, that is where this scripture comes in. That we that are strong ought to bear or tolerate or put up with people that have offended us or that are weaker and are not as strong as we want them to be. Are you listening to me? Now one day, I met a sister who was divorced from her husband. And I asked her, what is it like to be divorced? She said to me that it is worse than death. She said, if my husband had died, it would have been easier. 
but now to divorce I'm experiencing two things number one the person is not with me as though he's dead but number two the person is still around do you see so and the person hates me and I also hate the person so I have to endure the presence of the person and also the absence of the person so she said to me it is worse than death because it is like death with painful memories that are continuing all the time that she was trying to explain to me what it means to be divorced and she said that when you are divorced no one asks you she told me you are the only one who asked me how how is it everybody is shy of the topic so no one asks me anything they just say how how are you and then they move on but she said you are the only one who asked me how am I feeling or what is happening and so on because everybody is ashamed to ask her any question so when you are divorced you experience not only have I forgiven the person but now I have to endure the person's presence and whatever the person is doing or has done the memory of it all the time but you see the scripture is saying to us we that are strong have to bear the in the infirmities of the weak so strength is seen in the things you can bear from other human beings and tolerate yes now sometimes you are in a nation with weak leaders weak leadership do you see and the weakness of the leadership creates problems for you because you see we are where we are because of the leadership that we have when I drive here and I see the plastic bags the um what do you call it? The rubber, the rubber, the rubber sachet. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is for. As if it is grass that has been planted all over the place. It can only be because of leadership. Leadership that has made where we are the way it is. You know. The, the brown grass we have in the north and the flat lands that we have these are the tourist attractions in Kenya when you go to Kenya where the wild animals are where white people go plenty you see them coming a full aeroplane full of white people that is why you see Swiss Air, British Airways, every airline goes to Tanzania and goes to Kenya. 
the whole of that place is like the north. The color, the, the, you not often see green. Green is like this. And that's why lion color is the same as the color outside. That's the color of a lion. And most of the animals, that's their color. This is the type of this is the type of land that is used for tourism. Eh? This this is the type. When I went to Kenya, I was surprised. I thought that the it was it would, it was different. But I remember one time I was in a car. You get it? And we were in the middle of a place just like this. Everywhere is brown. And they said, never get out of the car. But I, I decided to get out of the car. <laughs> Do you see? But in the end, something told me that I should obey. So I decided not to get out again. As I was sitting in the car, somebody said, look here. And just about, there was a bush there. There was a lion resting under, under the whatever. And the, the lion is the is this color. This is the color of. It's brown like this, yeah. Brown. So this is perhaps here in the north. Perhaps one of the most beautiful places, and perhaps source of riches perhaps that maybe the whole Ghana's riches is in the north you, 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 you never know however due to the weak leadership the infirmities of our leaders since 1957 do you see what I'm saying huh? yes here has been turned into how it is. But we who are strong have to be able to put up with the weakness of the leadership and operate in it. Yes, operate in it with strength because it is strength that is needed to bear or put up with or survive the existence of weaker people. People whose behavior has an effect, a negative effect on you. Yes. And so, a minister, that's what I'm saying that this, as I look out, this is lion country. Oh yes. And I, I, I want, I'm going to take all of you you must go to Kenya at least, either Kenya or Tanzania, at least once. Yes. You have to see. When you go, you, you remember what I'm saying. This is the first thing you notice. If you go to where they have the lions, you see that it's like here. Yes. So, so, so the north of Ghana is not like a, neg a negative. You don't have lions in England. You have lions in such places. And the whole world is coming always to come and look at lions, antelopes, giraffes, this, that, and so on. You know? So what I'm saying is that uh, we that are strong 
must be able to operate in whatever condition or difficulty is created by people who we don't we are, their, 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 their ways don't make it make us do well and you see it is not uh, only in politics but even in church you know a church does well and people do well in a church when the leadership of the church is doing well but if you are in a church where they are not also doing well it's very difficult to do well there are people sometimes I see them I realize that you eh, if you were here you would have even been a pastor you if you were here you would have been in full time ministry you if you were here you would have been doing this but because of who they are under you understand they are too weak to do well under such bad leadership but when you are strong even under a bad leader you will do well because I, I have been in Ghana I have been in Ghana all my life do you see and I'm not as old as independence just a few years before after independence I was born do you get it but I've operated under coup d'etats uh, what democracy house cleaning revolution everything we have had it in Ghana for the last whatever years have led us to be one of the poorest countries in the world but you who are strong even under such leadership you are able to see he says we who are strong must be able to bear tolerate carry press on in spite of the infirmities of the weak so that's why I'm talking about spiritual strength that you must decide and realize that your strength is not necessarily seen in what you have achieved but in what you can bear that's why they told Rambo That's why they told Rambo, you are strong. He wasn't achieving anything. He wasn't achieving anything. He was going through something and surviving something. That's why they said, ah, you are strong. Very strong. The strongest so far. Amen. Revelations chapter 2. Verse 1. It says, Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars 
in his right hand who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks I know thy works thy labor and how thou canst not bear them which are evil the fact that you can bear doesn't mean you should bear certain things amen and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not apostles and has found them to be liars are you watching are you listening beautiful now notice verse 3 and there you see the same word which Paul used in Romans when he said I know that them which are strong ought to bear bastazo is the word bastazo he said and has borne he said it means you have experienced things and survived a lot of things has borne it's just a simple statement and has borne which means you bear, you've borne a lot of things or you have endured and experienced a lot of things he says I know I know that you are born a lot he was trying to say I know you are strong you see so that's why when you see rumble you are excited about rumble do you get it because he was strong very strong the strongest so far amen, amen. very strong he has, he said, and has born that's all it is he has born what he said no he's just surviving you want to bring people on stage yeah okay alright amen and has born wow you are strong you are strong because you, are, you have gone through a lot of things I, I, there are a lot of people here I think you can let them come on stage whatever whilst we are here at least why sit outside when you can be inside so I'm going to take a short break now and allow people to sit down and settle down hallelujah Amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you for blessing us in this time in your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. All right. Now, today, my, the subject is very simple. It's about being a strong minister. What it means to be a strong minister. How to be. What it means to be. And the first thing that I'm sharing with you is that it is what you can bear that makes you strong. Amen. All right. Please, you, you cannot close your eyes in front of when I'm preaching 
You have to go out if you are closing your eyes. Yes. <laughs> Amen. So, it is what you can bear. You know? Now, I believe that the stronger you become in the ministry, the more things you can endure. Now, it is because people are not strong in ministry and in the Lord. That is why there are complaints. You know, it's little babies that cry all the time. Always complaining about one thing or another. Always not happy about this, not happy about that. It shows a lack of your strength. Do you see? I was talking to some policemen the other day. And I was asking them about the boots that they were wearing. And I was asking them that. Do you not feel hot? In these boots. Do you get it? Do you not feel hot? And one of them explained to me that. Yes. They feel hot. Sometimes it's like as if their foot is burning. But you, you are not supposed to show it. So they enjoy it. And it's a sign of their strength. Yes. I, I was talking to another soldier and he was explaining to me that he underwent a training for 60 days without bathing. Yes. For 60 days without bathing. Yes. You get it? Oh, yes. <laughs> 60 days without bathing. Yes. And that is, you see, like the verse I read in Revelation chapter 2, I know your works, what you cannot bear, and has borne, what you have borne, what you have borne, Born is the past tense of bear. Born. You bore it. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And so, it is important that you are able to bear certain things as a strong minister. Not everything good, but things that you don't like Things that you don't want. Things that you don't enjoy. But your strength reveals how you are able to put up with the things. And that is why the Bible tells us to be strong in the Lord. Ephesians chapter two, 6 verse 10. Be strong, finally my brethren. Be strong in the Lord. God, God encourages us to be strong. And the strength is shown in what you can bear. 
Now another soldier was explaining to me 30 days without bathing or changing. Do you get what I'm saying? The same, yes. They walk in water, they swim, they get up, they never change. You stay in it for 30 days. Yes. Yes. It says, I know thy works and has borne what you have borne, what you have been through, what you have survived, what you have endured. You get it? And that is the sign of your strength. And in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, which I think I would like to turn to now. All right. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And if it is being told to Christians to be strong, how much more a minister? How much more a lay minister? How much more a pastor? How much more a reverend minister? If ordinary Christians are being told, be strong, it means be able to bear a lot of things. That's all. That's all. That's all. Be able to bear a lot of things. You know, because like I said in the film Rambo Part 2, when they caught Rambo and they put him in the prison and they connected him to the ledger. Actually, this does remind me of the um, thing that they put Rambo on and then they connect the electricity to it the Russian commander he was, he was surprised he was he said you are strong very strong and that the strongest so far like of all the people I've tortured of all the people who have suffered here you are the strongest that you have survived the most you are the strongest. You are the strongest. You are the strongest. And I know it's going to be said about you that you are the strongest. You are the strongest. You are the strongest. So far. Yeah. So far. Amen. Oh, yes. You know? So. When we are Christians, we want things to be okay. And we want things to go away. And problems to disappear. But, what you must realize is that God has a plan that includes us bearing certain things. (laughs) Are you, are you listening to me? God's plan includes us bearing certain things, going through certain things as part of our experience. And if you ask me why, I will say I don't know why. Because I don't know why God wants us to experience certain things. Do you get it? 
but that is his will. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? Luke 14. And verse 26. It says... If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and his wife and children and sister, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Then he goes on. And he says in verse 27, And whosoever does not bear his cross, bastazo, the same word, whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So where, Jesus, where Paul said that we must bear the infirmities of the weak, Jesus also said you must bear your cross. You must bear the cross. The cross uh, represents death. It represents suffering. It represents losing. It represents hardship. And perhaps the greatest thing that it represents is injustice it's not fair it's not fair do you get it it's not fair because he hasn't done all the things that they are punishing him for he hasn't done it you get it what he was being accused about he hasn't done all those things but they were accusing him and he was suffering for all things that he has not done even one of them yes but you see to be strong is to suffer or endure being made out to be somebody who has done something which you haven't done to be accused to be treated badly, to have a bad experience, to marry someone whom you are good to, but the person is not good to you. That is why we have divorce, we have divorces today. More divorces are not because of um situations which are new, are new people have been going through in their marriages but they were stronger than the current Christians who can divorce after some short time when they say no I can't take it anymore I, I can't take it anymore I can't take it anymore but it's not that Men are different and women are different. No, 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 no. 
Oh yes. People are the same. But you know Billy Graham, his daughter got married. Do you see? Then you do you know Billy Graham? He's a very famous evangelist. You know, when his daughter got married, after some time, she came back to the house and she wanted to, I think she wanted to divorce or I don't know if she divorced, but I think she wanted to divorce. She said, she said, do you know, the problems that I am having in my marriage, my parents, you see, the marriage of my father and my mother, that is Billy Graham and his wife Ruth, was never like this. That's what he said. She said, I've never seen this type of marriage problems. So when she came to the house, then Billy Graham and the mother told her that actually, do you see? The problem that you are seeing, eh? we saw all these problems, but we didn't show it to you. Yes. Yes. We have had all this, but we didn't show it to you. So that's why you didn't know. So as you want to leave your marriage, do you see? You don't know that there have been stronger people that have survived many things that you don't know what they have survived. Yes. That is why you are, you are, you want to leave or you want to stop or you want to run away from the church, run away from the ministry. It's because you are not strong. If you were strong, you will survive many, many things. That's why the Russian commander told Rambo that, hey, you are strong. Very strong. The strongest so far. So far, all these people, you are the strongest of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, one day I saw a pastor and uh, he, has, he had a happy marriage. Oh, yes. This type of American, wait, this type of American marriage with the pictures. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, but this was in a foreign country. This, it was about 20 years ago or so. I was in a foreign country. And I was invited to a dinner with somebody who is in that town. Do you see an important person who was in that town for many years? So now, as he was talking, this pastor who has a big church with an A1 marriage with children 
with pictures. A lot of pictures. And a lot of all these nice things. Yes. He told me, he, as I was sitting there, I was eating. My wife was with me. We were eating. And he said, No, the man has a number of children. He said, One of the children, one of the children is, is from another pastor. Oh, yes. Not, the, it's not his child. Oh, yes. But, when it happened, he has endured it. Oh, yes. He has endured it and has stayed with it and he has taken the child as his child. It, it was explaining to me. I said, are you serious? The story you are telling me, is it a serious? <laughs> he said, yes. He said, yes. It is. Yeah. Yes. I think the children are about a number and then one of them. I said, yeah. So, even though you see them smiling with pictures and all these things, you don't know what they have been through as they are there at that stage. Oh, yes. So, your strength is revealed in what you can go through what have you survived what have you been through what have you survived what have you been through yes there are people in America who have churches when they want to have a church when they want to do a church all they have to do is to rent a hall because there are so many halls community centers places with electricity running water and toilets and rooms for children's churches from the first day they are in, at a posh level oh yes but where you are under weak leadership there's nothing like a hall there's nothing like an, a place to rent with running water with anything no 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 but you see if we are strong whether there is water or there's no water whether there is a hall or there's no hall whether there is electricity or no electricity whether there is a room or there is no room we will do the church and we will survive that is when the angels in heaven will be pointing and people will be saying the guy is strong I tell you very strong the strongest so far yes hallelujah Amen. Sit down. Bastazo is the name of that Greek word. Bastazo. Bear. It says, and whosoever does not bear 
his cross eh, and come after me he cannot be my disciple he cannot you must be able to bear things a lot, lot, lot of things you must be able to go through things you must be able to survive that's why our bible school is difficult if you can't go through whenever I meet somebody who has finished the school do you see I'm always asking did you finish did you finish because we have people who don't finish a lot of people who don't finish they were there but they didn't finish but they couldn't finish did you pass the exam yes it means something because I've told them that even if somebody comes to the school and is not able to finish or is not able to pass the exams we, we will not make adjustments and say this is the certificate go in peace no 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 you have to go through and you have to pass the exams and survive that one alone reveals whether you are strong enough yes now if for instance you have a bad headmaster or a bad principal or a bad senior pastor or a poor leader as your overseer you see, that one too is an experience if you can't survive it do you see then you are not strong and we are experiencing bad leadership all the time look around look around you and see like I started but those of you were not here then I said that when I come when I come to the north I've been here many times when I come to the north, this is the countryside of uh, Kenya Tanzania where the wild animals are the color is this is the color you don't have green at least I have, the times I've been there it's not, it's not green and it's brown dry the rivers are dry one time I was in Zimbabwe where they have I think more elephants than anywhere else in the world every single river was dry brown dry 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 that's the country that's where people come to from all over the world in fact the Victoria waterfalls in Zimbabwe and in a dry place is the fourth most visited place in the world yes that's what I'm saying that it's not that there is nothing there is something but weak leadership had made the place into a wilderness but we are supposed to endure it says you who are strong must bear the infirmities which means the problems mistakes poorness poverty of leadership sins of somebody bad behavior of somebody you must be able to be in it and still survive and make it yes yes very important instead of being crying babies who whine and cry at every opportunity there's something wrong with something at every opportunity God gives you 
There is nya 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 nya. Why this? Why that? Why this? Why this? Da 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 da. Whatever. If you are transferred and it breaks you, you are not strong. Oh yes. Because most of what we are, we shouldn't choose. Because we can't choose. Oh yes. You know, one person, I've seen a number of people come to that conclusion. You know, Derek Prince, a famous teacher, he said he has had two good marriages. One lasted 30 years and one I'm sure a little less than 30 years. Two good marriages. He said few pastors can say that they have good marriages as he says. He said few people can say that. He says he knows pastors. Oh yes. And he said in both cases God chose his wife for him. He said in both in both marriages God chose his wife for him. The first wife was 25 years older than him. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yes. And you know one day, shh, one day I was listening to him giving an explanation. He said, God chose his wives for him because, he said, because I am a poor judge of human character. He said, I'm not good at analyzing people. I, 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 I will make a mistake about a person so God chose them for me because I'm not good at judging human behavior and character which, which, is, which is something that he's saying as though he has a special problem of judging human character but it's a problem all of us have we are all, we are all poor judges of human behavior and human character yes and that is why sometimes a lot of things have to be chosen for you yes so if a decision has been made that transfers you go from here to here, you stand over here, you be over here, many times it is because you yourself are not a good judge of your own abilities and your own character. And that is why decisions are taken for you and on your behalf. So, we must realize that strength is revealed in your ability to bear. And one of the things to bear is the cross of Christ. The cross which represents injustice. Things are not fair in this world. Things are not fair how they should be. A lot of people work very hard and they get very little. 
lawyers. People work very hard. They get very little. People are treated unfairly. Injustice. Wickedness. How many have had somebody be wicked to you before? Where you realize that Charlie, this thing that they are doing to me, honestly. Raise your hand if you have had that before. Ah. It's not fair at all. But you which are strong, you who are strong, ought to bear the infirmity. What is the infirmity? The infirmity, this wicked man, he has a character defect. He has a, he has a problem with his personality. That is why he is wicked. And that's why he's treating you unfairly. He's, an, he's, a, he's not a good person. He's not a good leader. He's not a good person. That is why he's behaving that way towards you. Oh yes. And that's why he said that you must bear, not just forgive. You forgive is one chapter, but to bear is another chapter. Bearing things is different from forgiving things. And when you can't bear, go through, there is something wrong with you. You know, when Joseph was given, his father gave him a coat of many colors. He was only 17 years old. He was 17 years old. And he was a very nice boy. And his father liked him. But sometimes the reason for people starting to treat you unfairly do you get what I'm saying? Is you're being chosen and being liked. Yes. I can show you a verse in the Bible beautifully. It says that, but maybe I should, but you see that that is one of the reasons why people start to treat you funny. Yes. Because a father has chosen you. Mm. Amen? Amen. Now, you find out that when Joseph was chosen by his father, Something that has been given to everybody in this world to like someone, to choose someone, to prefer someone, eh? or to like a younger one, or to like or help a weaker one. When Joseph was when Jacob exercised that right, the right to like one of my children and choose him 
and give him a coat that right when he exercised it it brought all the problems yes and Joseph was hated and his brothers took him to arrested him you know the story and they put him in a pit and he shouted now in the pit were scorpions and snakes oh yes since we came to this crusade we have already killed one snake oh yes we have already killed one just right at where we, we are staying oh yes this was a deep dark hole and Joseph was put in there with very dangerous because that is where snakes like where is that what they cannot see and he was there with the snakes and the scorpions and was crying God did not allow any of the snakes to bite him yes he begged his brothers they didn't believe him they didn't listen to him then he called uh, they saw some people passing by Midianites of all people no they were not relatives and the Midianites they told told, we have a slave here will you sell him when the Midianites took him the 20 pieces of silver as they were going there was thunder, lightning, and many things happened to them on the way. They got sick. I mean, they became afraid. And they said, it is because of this boy that we, because they said, the guy doesn't look like a slave. <laughs> oh, yes. Injustice have started to happen to Joseph. Wickedness has started to happen to Joseph and he had to bear. Now before he realized the Midianites decided, go and read the Bible that this boy that they have caught, you know, is a very dangerous they don't know what, what type of person is. so they sold him again they didn't sell him in Egypt, they sold him to some people, Ishmaelites And the Ishmaelites were going to Egypt. And remember Ishmael, Abraham, Isaac, Ishmael. They were Ishmael relatives. And he told them, my father is Jacob. Take me to my father. And they will not take him to his father. He begged them. Take me to my father, will reward you. But this Ishmaelite did not. When Joseph got missing, Jacob mourned every day for years. Eh? he never saw his child for 27 26 good years 26 good years yes 26 27 Jacob didn't see his, his child for 27 years that's almost almost 30 years he begged them release me my father will pay then they also were struck with lightning, thunders, and other things started to happen to them. And they realized that no, the guy is whatever. Let's take him to his father. But they were so they said it is too far. So they were nearer Egypt. 
So they said, let us rather offload him in Egypt. Oh, yes. So when they got to Egypt, they went to the market and they sold him for 400 pieces of silver. Yes, a big profit. (laughs) 20 to 400. Yes. Even that was through a middleman. And now Joseph was in the prison, was in Potiphar's house. And the wife put her eyes on him. Trying and trying and trying and trying. And it, it, all these are injustice. And the wife was very sexy. She was saying to Joseph, look, I'll give you an Italian massage. Hey. She asked him, are you not tired of being a slave? Are you not tired of that? I will help you. Oh, yes. She, she bought him a golden belt. Then she bought him a golden candle, candlestick, and gave him many gifts. But he will not. He was not flowing. He was strong. He was bearing the weakness of this woman. This woman had a weakness. She had a weakness of being unfaithful to her husband. She couldn't, she can't stay with one person. So at a point, she started to lose weight. And people started to ask her, her name was Zelika. People started to ask Zelika, what is wrong with you? Why are you losing weight? And she decided to hold a women's type of a women's conference. She said, I will invite you, you come and you will see. So all the women came to the conference to her, she hosted all of them and Joseph was there serving them and then they, all the women said what is this beautiful man, handsome man do you see <laughs> yes they were, they were amazed and then Zelika, that is Potiphar's wife, explains that this is the reason what I've been trying to explain to you what I am going through in the house. <laughs> this is what I'm going through. Yes. No, no, sit down. You see, for Joseph to become Joseph, he had to be strong. Very strong. The strongest so far. Now imagine a young boy. Oh yes. 17 years old. Yes. A brother told me one day he was trying to explain to me. He said, look, I was not born as a fornicator. But this is how I became a fornicator. And he told me a woman like this one, a grown up, took him to the house and what he did, he told me the first day he, he, he fainted. When he saw her, he just fainted. He just fainted. He fainted in the sitting room. 
Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Because he was a visitor. He was a visitor in the sitting room. And she, a mother, she came with a towel. Oh yes. When he discovered, he, he said that he just, he just, he just collapsed. But Joseph was able to tolerate all these things. <laughs> you see, Joseph was strong, very strong, the strongest so far. Oh, yes, Joseph, he was very strong. Now, sit down. We that are strong ought to bear. You have to survive many things. Many things. Now, you know, in Egypt is the river Nile. So, the river Nile overflowed. You know, there are some rivers during the rainy season, they overflow. So, the Nile overflowed. And everybody goes out at that time to the now to the fields and whatever. So everybody left the house, and Potiphar's wife Zelika was left alone there, and Joseph was in the house. And that is when she took a sword and she said to him, I will kill you if you don't do what I am saying. And Joseph ran away, and his shirt was cut. And he left the shed and ran away. And the woman saw that she was in trouble. So she started to shout and say that this boy, a servant, has tried to rape me. And they sent a message to Potiphar and the people in town. And they came and they said, arrest him. They are going to kill him. Because you are a slave. You have come to your master's house. Yes. Are you listening to this story? Oh yes. Now, Joseph was now hearing accusations which are not true. You are saying here that, but it's not true. You rather have done all this. And he was there and there was nothing that he could say. Then, they called as they were talking and Potiphar was standing there, Joseph knew that he was dead. There was an 11-month-old baby. An 11-month-old baby. 11-month-old baby. And suddenly, the 11-month-old baby spoke. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And the baby... Listen, I'm just telling you the story. You know. The baby spoke. And the, the baby spoke. And the baby said, it's not so. That's not how it is. But rather, it's the other way. And she is doing this and this and this and that and that. And suddenly, didn't speak again. I mean, God, 11 months, you don't have to speak. <laughs> it's not normal to speak. So the baby spoke. Now, Potiphar was confused. So Potiphar called for elders. And they went and brought the elders. And they told him 
this is the issue. So now the elders were confused because it was a straight, you looking about it, Egypt, a slave trying to attack, rape, the whatever. What. The only sentence is death. But why was Joseph not killed? Do you see? Because obviously they, there was something else that came into the picture. So when the elders came in, the elders said they should bring the shirt that was torn. And they are going to look at the shirt. And if the tear is at the front, then it means it was uh, the woman who was doing it. If the tear is at the back, then it is Joseph who was chasing her or something like that. So they brought the shirt and they saw that the tear was, the cut was in the front. So they said, hmm. So then they decided to sentence Joseph to prison instead of killing him. And they put him in a prison. He was in the prison for 12 good years. For something that he has not done at all. 12 good years. You see, that is why I say, you are strong, very strong. Like, 12 years passed. After 10 years, uh, there, there were some prisoners, a baker and a butler. And Pharaoh was having a party. And he had uh, bread and from the baker. And when Pharaoh chewed the bread, there was stones in the bread. Do you get it? So that is why the baker was arrested and put into the prison. Yes. And then the butler served wine to Pharaoh and there were flies in the wine. So that is how come the, the baker ended up in the prison and the butler also ended up in the prison. So they were all there with Joseph. Yes. Then then they had, yes, they were political prisoners. Then they had they had they had their dreams. You know the dreams that they had. They had the dreams. And Joseph interpreted and it came to pass exactly. So Joseph told the butler, I said, when you go, remember me. But when they went, the baker, the butler did not remember. Because it, it is said in this book, it said that because the Lord decided to keep Joseph in the prison for an extra two years because he trusted in man. That he, he put his trust in the butler rather than in God. So he decided to give him another two years more in the prison. Oh yes. Yes. Oh yes. So he was there for 12 years. So remember when you read the Bible, say that Joseph was 30 years old when he became the prime minister. Yes. Because he had been from 17, one year in Potiphar's house, 12 years in prison. Now he was 30 years old. Yes. So now as he was in the prison for another two years, then the Pharaoh had his dream. When he had a dream, he called all the magicians and called them and said, what is the problem? And the magician said, no problem, we can interpret. One of them came and said, the seven fat cows 
are seven kings that will be born. They are going to come. And they are seven kings that will kill another seven kings at the latter stage. Another person came and said, the seven fat lean cows, fat cows are seven daughters that will be born to the king. And the seven daughters will kill the other, another seven children that will be born. Another one came and said, the seven fat cows are seven princes that will be born. And these seven princes will rise up at the latter end and they will conquer the other ones. Another one said, these are 14 children that will be born. And Pharaoh said, all of you are lying. (laughs) Oh, yes. Are you listening to me? Joseph was still surviving in the prison. He was doing what? Surviving in the prison. Yes. Strong. Very strong. And you see, in everybody's life, you can see your life in the life of Joseph. Years and years where you don't seem to be appreciated. You seem to be forgotten. You seem not to be recognized. You are not recognized. You are not appreciated. You are not remembered. You are not honored. You are not appreciated. You are not, you don't, your gift doesn't seem to be working. You have a gift. You have interpreted dreams. Look at what, nobody has remembered you. Nobody recognized you. Nobody promotes you. You are not promoted. Things are not working as you ought to, as they ought to work. It takes strength to go through all that. So then they decided to call Joseph. Are you listening? They decided to call Joseph. And when they called Joseph, they shaved him and then they brought him. Now Pharaoh's throne had 70 steps. To go to Pharaoh's throne, you have 70 steps to go up to see him. Oh yes. Now if you are a person of a certain ranking, he will climb up 33 steps and he will, you will climb 33 steps and he will climb down 34 steps and they meet you halfway. But if you are of a low ranking, you get it, you, he, you, you will climb three steps and Pharaoh will come down and sit at the, uh, almost, almost the 70th step down there to listen to you. So they brought Joseph and he came down, just left with three steps and Joseph stood there. And he told Joseph his dream. And Joseph said, and he said, they are going to kill you if you don't know, if you cannot say the dream. Joseph said, no problem. <laughs> Let the dream flow. It is God alone who can give the interpretation. Hallelujah. I'm talking about strength. I'm talking about surviving. I'm talking about surviving, being forgotten, being not recognized, being not appreciated, being not remembered, being not promoted, being nothing, and being nothing for so long and too long. But still serving God. Still choosing to serve God. Surviving the wickedness of his senior brothers who should have known better and should have done better to lead us better for things to work out well, but rather out of jealousy, look at what he's, been, he's going through. But that's what the Bible says that the, 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 we that are strong, we that are what strong should bear, should survive the infirmities or the negativities that come 
from the weak leaders and weak people that are in our life and in our existence. We must survive it. We must survive it. Sit down. So, Pharaoh now spoke to Joseph and Joseph interpreted the dream. (laughs) Now, when Joseph interpreted the dream, Pharaoh asked Joseph, the interpretation that you have given that there are going to be seven because seven good years and seven bad years are going to come and eat up the good years how can I know that it is true because somebody said these are seven daughters that will be born to you and this is what will happen somebody said these are seven princes that will come up and they will be overthrown by another seven princes that will come so Joseph told Pharaoh, I will give you a sign. He said, today, a child will be born in your house. A woman who is right now, as I speak, is sitting on a stool to give birth to a child. And the child will be born today. But as that child is born, your child who is already two years old is going to die. And you will be comforted by the new child that is born today. By the child that is, the woman that is sitting on the stool giving birth. Oh yes. That was the sign that he gave. Oh yes. Oh yes. Because you think about it, why should Joseph's dream be? Because Joseph, everybody gave an interpretation of the future. Yes, everybody gave an interpretation of the future. But how do you know that is seven years of this, seven years of this, seven years, seven princes, seven kings, seven daughters, seven? Yes. So he said that your child, who is already two years old, will die. But a child is being born now. She's sitting on the stool. Yes. And when the child comes out, you will be comforted by that child who will be born. And it happened exactly. So. Are you listening to me? So now, injustice. Oh, you see, there's a verse that I want to show you. Oh, yes. Second Peter. Turn with me. Second Peter. Beautiful. First Peter, first Peter. Chapter 2, verse 21. It says, For here unto were you called. Amen. 
Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps. Amen. Christ also did what? Suffered. He went through many things, leaving us an example that we should follow in his steps. Verse 22. Who did no sin? Neither was guile found in his mouth. He didn't do anything wrong. Neither was guile found in his mouth. Verse 23. Who when he was reviled. Reviled not again. When he suffered. He threatened not. But committed himself. To him that judgeth righteously. When Jesus suffered. Huh? He did not threaten anybody. When he, when he was reviled, he did not revile again, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. That was what was happening to Joseph. Joseph is a type of Christ. He came to his own, his own received him not. His own brothers did not receive him. His Jewish brothers did not receive him. He was cast out and he was rather sent to the Gentiles. That is where he became a Lord. Because Christ has been brought to Egypt. He has been brought out to the Gentiles and has rather become a Lord. And we have rather received him and made him a king of kings over Gentiles, not Jews. Yes, it's a type of Christ. Now Joseph was there and it was left with one more thing. For him to become the prime minister. And again, some people were trying to undercut him. And they said, how can a stranger be made in charge of all these things? Because there was a law that anyone who becomes a prime minister or a second to Pharaoh must be able to speak 70 languages yes and the 70 languages for each of the steps that you go up to Pharaoh you must be able to speak all these languages and Pharaoh was saying that he doesn't know who to put in charge because it looks like Joseph will be but the people were saying that he cannot be so then they said, then they have to see with Joseph if he can speak these languages. So they decided to meet Joseph the next day. And in the night, an angel of the Lord came to see Joseph. <laughs> an angel of the Lord came to Joseph and taught him the languages. Oh yes. oh yes and Joseph was appointed and he became the head of the sit down now seven years passed and the good years started and Joseph started to put the food aside in a particular way and everybody in Egypt also decided to store food so everybody had their personal storage as well as Joseph had his own storage. 
and the seven years came to an end. Now, they didn't store the food the way Joseph said. So after the seven years, when the people went to their store rooms, rats and other animals had chewed most of the stored food that had been stored there for seven years. Yeah, because you can imagine grain, corn, this, whatever, they had chewed it. So they started to come to Egypt. Do you see? And they started to come to see Joseph in Egypt. But then the famine spread to other countries. Then Joseph knew that his brothers and his family will also suffer and that they will come. So he made a law in Egypt that no one can send his servant to come and collect food, only his sons. <laughs> Oh yes. Oh yes. No one can send his servant to come for food. And that nobody can lead two mules or two donkeys. Everybody one donkey because of the this thing. And no one can sell food. So are you listening to me? I'm talking about becoming a strong minister strong, a survivor of every kind of thing. Oh yes. Now because you see now you need wisdom to survive. And now Joseph made the law. And then Jacob was in Israel and he said to his children, we are about to die. We are about to die. Go. Leave Benjamin. Go. And that was the law. You have to come with your sons. So Joseph decided also to make a law. Do you see? There were 10 gates to Egypt. And he made a law that everybody who comes there must register his name. Do you see? his name and his address <laughs> at the gate. <laughs> you see, at the immigration and it, the list of the people that come to the gate must be reported to him every day. Yes. When, 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 the, when the children were going, when Jacob's sons were going, he told them, when you come, all right, when you get to Egypt, divide yourselves. Don't pass through the same gate because of security. Because of what may happen to that, you come as a group. So spread out and enter. Now as they were going, the brothers remembered what they have done to Joseph. And they said, Joseph, our brother is in Egypt. Yes, as we are going to Egypt, that is where he is. So now they were worried and they said that when we go, we must look for our brother. Yeah. And that before they even go and buy the food, they will go and look for him. 
and they decided to look for him everywhere. So when they got there, they divided into ten, and everybody passed through a different gate, and they searched the whole of Egypt, and they couldn't find. But they registered their name, and Joseph knew that they were there. Three days passed; they have not appeared because they were searching for Joseph. Then when they couldn't find Joseph, they decided to go to the house of harlots because they said that Joseph was so handsome that he would be with harlots. (laughs) Yes. Maybe a male prostitute or something. I don't know. So maybe that is where he is. So they went to the house of harlot and they searched for him everywhere and they couldn't find him. So eventually they had to come and Joseph made that and he made a central point where you come. So when they came and Joseph got up, he, he said his throne was majestic, very glorious. By that time, his sons Manasseh and Ephraim have grown up. His sons were big, big men and they were also there with him. So when they came, Joseph questioned them in Egyptian language. Who are you? They said, oh, we, we, are, we are from uh, Jacob. We are, we are just come for food. They said, you are lying. Because why did you pass through different, different, different gates? You are spies. You are spies. Yes, you are spies. You have arrested. And then also, we know the time you came here. You have been here all this time. You have not come for any call. That is not what you are looking for. Arrest them. And they arrested all of them. <laughs> listen to the story oh yes oh yes oh yes they arrested them you remember in the story the bible said they said you are spies yeah, because of how they have come there so they explained the harlot they said how can your brother be a harlot you, did you not say your father is Jacob what will your father's child be doing in, in, in whatever in the house of harlot they said we are looking for a brother so he said that if you find your brother what will you do he said oh we will take him whatever if the person who his Joseph is with is not prepared to, 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 to release him, then they said we will kill the person. <laughs> and Joseph was just watching them. We were just watching them. <laughs> oh yes. Joseph was just watching them. So, in the end, he arrested Simeon. Simeon said he will never stay there. And Simeon had a certain shriek, shout. When he screams and he shrieks at that, everybody becomes afraid. That's what they used to kill the family, the whole village at Shechem. Remember when they went to deliver their daughter, their sister Diana, and they also killed about seven towns. They killed them, Simeon and Levi, together. So he had a very wild. So when he shouted and shrieked, all the Egyptian soldiers ran away. Yes, the Egyptian soldiers were afraid of Simeon, but Manasseh, Joseph's son, rose up and struck Simeon and arrested him. Oh yes, and then they put him in the prison. Oh, 
you know the rest of the story. So. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, brothers and sisters, I am telling you something. Listen. Ye who are strong, you who are strong, you ought to bear, you ought to survive, you ought to go through, you ought to experience, you ought to prevail and go through everything that a weak person or a wicked person or a sinful person or a bad leader or an unfortunate person has made you go through, you have to be able to go through it. And as we are here in the north, the poverty that we see the difficulty that we see it has been caused by people who have led the nation it has been caused by people who are in charge of things that's why it is how it is do you understand but we must be able to survive it uh, whatever whichever government comes whichever situation comes to us what is independent this anything we who are strong must be able to survive and prevail 10 years, 12 years, 2 years, this years, whatever. You who are strong must be able to bear, survive the cross, the infirmities, whatever it is. Your marriages, your situation, your behavior of your husband, of your wife, of your friend, of your beloved, of whatever. You who are strong must be able to survive it. Yes, yes. Yes, and that's why he said to the revelation, he said, I know that thou hast born, you have survived, you have been able to stand and withstand going through issues. Every standing to your feet, please. Thanks. Lift your hand and pray that God will give you the strength. Strength to survive. Yes, 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 yes. Whatever yes. of the week. Lift your hands. Pray, pray. Lift your hands and pray for strength. Pray for strength, everyone. You need it. You need it. Strength to bear. Strength to bear. Strength to endure. Everyone, everyone. Everyone, church worker, pastor, church member, Christian, pray for strength to bear, to bear, to bear. Manimo suma yandalaba to survive. Ronima kabalababa yama sande kabaluba imandalaba zandalaba ramakataba zababa lababa yama mama lababa pastor, pray for strength. Church worker, pray for strength. Maya bo sinima kelebosa rima gabala baba yamalaba. Christian brother, pray for strength. Christian sister, pray for strength to bear, to bear, to endure, to go through, to survive. Manimako leba zambra niros shana mala maya laboriamoska. Inelemosa mandaba rabababa pray 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 God will give you the strength Nama salababos kebandelemaya inimima kandala babo inimimos krama sanda ma 
Alaba strength to survive to be a survivor to be a survivor to be a survivor to be to be one who bears reina noska rendelebe renama saba lagarabosa lagarabosa lagaragagaragaga laraganiga lereaga leregege leregege nega lole bahanda irianda lala landa lala basanda mekerele Delele Bosama Yanderebe Rangalambalandalababa Lababa Laba Lift your hands again and receive strength Imana Mama Yama Zamama Kababa God is giving strength as you pray You are receiving strength as you pray You are receiving strength as you pray Shamala Mayandalaba Lababa Yandalaba Mayaba Yabama strength, strength. How to be a strong minister? Manima Zamama Yamalaba Dababa Lababa Ze Manude Manialaba Rakabata Babala Babaya 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 Baba Lindalaba Brahma Dambra Baba Lambraba Yandalaba Lambra Zandan Dan Dan Dal Nanda Mayanda Yaya Yaba You are making it. You are surviving. You are you are making it as you receive strength to bear, to bear, to bear, to bear, to bear. Mama ma yima to bear difficulties, challenges. Maramosa baba yandalaba to bear, to bear. Like Joseph to bear. Ramama ye kadima zama la baba la ba. Inerebosa mayande lelebo lema rababa yandalaba oh yes 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 lende gereba lema lababa strength to bear strength to bear imprisonment accusations advances wickedness pray lebroska lebroska labrande zuna ladimo liala Sata Ramamaya Lea 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 Lianosa Lianosa Ma Laba Liamama Yande Strength Strength Aniondi Aniondi Beba Megosima Mimamama Lift your hands and pray again You are receiving strength You are receiving strength You are receiving strength to bear why others couldn't survive you will survive because of strength because of strength where others couldn't make it you will make it because you prayed and God gave it to you Rama Maya Maya strength to bear to bear to bear to bear Anima masa, anima masa, anima masa, anima masa, anima masa, nakulaba, ialos, ialos, maniabo, amalaba. Yes, Jesus name. Yes. Amen. You may be seated.